Switched on on F104 and according to a new study, half of Ireland's workers have fallen out of love with their current job. Catherine Keating of Matrix Recruitment joins me now. Hello. Hi Louise, how are you? So tell me, where did this study begin? How many were involved? Okay, so this study was um, conducted in March last um, of about a thousand adults in Ireland across selection of different job roles and industries. So I suppose the main thing to consider, Louise, is that this is like a snapshot in time. So the majority of people feel that they're not being paid enough Mm -hmm. in their current role. And I suppose with the current inflation and the rising cost of living in Ireland, that, that is not surprising. Absolutely not, no. So obviously that's a huge part of it. Is there any other reasons that were kind of popping up? Yes, some other things that were quite interesting but worrying on the same hand was that some people cited a toxic work environment mm-hmm. as a reason they've fallen out of love with their job. So um, what I would be saying to people if they find themselves in that position is that there's policies and procedures in place in workplaces for you know dignity at work and grievance. So I would advise somebody, if they find themselves in that situation, to talk to their manager, HR practitioner or support person. Then sometimes people just find the work environment too toxic. So in that case, I would be advising them to leave the current role. But it's a good opportunity at the moment because there's full employment. There's a lot of roles out there. Um, And I think people, rightly so, have become less tolerant of working, you know, in a toxic um, environment. So that's what I would be saying that, you know, if you can't resolve the issue internally to look for another role and people have a lot of transferable skills, so they should really seize the opportunity and they can send their CV into Matrix. Absolutely, because I kind of feel like we're all becoming more aware of whatever you're doing as a job, whatever or whoever you're working with is going to impact on your life as a whole. So you don't, because you're in work, I think most of, well, a good point of your week. So you don't really want to be in an area that's not good for you either. No, not at all, Louise. That um, I think, you know, this concept of a dream job is different mm-hmm. for everybody. But across the findings in the survey that people are looking, you know, for a nice environment, a good manager and good work-life balance came out on top even mm-hmm. before um, a good salary. So that's quite interesting um, in the current climate that you know, people still value the flexibility, the hybrid working that came more so in the last three years with the pandemic. And personally, I would see that in my current role myself is that there is a lot of demand for flexible working that people are not really interested in the five day a week, nine to five on site. They want some flexibility in terms of their working hours or a bit of a hybrid model of three days on site and two days remote working. Mm -hmm. Because I do feel like that that was always a question whether or not the work would get done or get get done to a certain level if somebody wasn't within the building or under the same roof as maybe your manager or a boss. Yes, I think that was probably um, a concept that was there Mm pre-COVID. And I think, you know, over the last three years that technology has improved, there's some, you know, 
pieces of software like Zoom that none of us were familiar with. But by kind of the end of March 2020, you know, it became a staple in most households in Ireland. So I think, you know, that communication is there a two-way um, that people, you know, line managers can just, you know, go on to a chat or they can make a call um, quite quickly to them. So I think that level of trust, um, you know, has been shown over the past three years. And, you know, it is quite hard now, um, you know, to even fill roles that would be five days a week on site. Um, Now, there's some traditionally roles, you know, kind of in different kind of like manufacturing healthcare environments that you have to be on site. But I think in other kinds of roles that would have been traditionally office-based, that um, I think a lot of companies have a bit of an advantage if they have some hybrid or some flexible work and, um, you know, that really attracts a good pool of candidates. And do you find or did the survey show that people are going after their dream jobs? Yes, I think that... um, it was quite interesting in the survey that, um, you know, um, more than half of people um, surveyed said that they would upskill mm. or return to education um, for their dream job. And it was quite interesting, Louise, there that the younger cohort of staff um, would not be really interested at the moment in kind of upskilling um, for their dream job because um, they felt that they wouldn't be able to take kind of a salary hit. So I suppose that kind of reflects the current climate that maybe people in the kind of older cohort, you know, have a higher salary. They might have more savings to be able to return to education um, where kind of the younger cohorts, kind of 18 to 25, um, have said that they would move abroad for their dream jobs instead of kind of upscaling or taking a pay cut. So that could be also, you know, kind of the dream of travel and things like that mm-hmm. as well um, that's attracting, you know, the younger cohort um, to move abroad. Absolutely. And I think it's probably going to happen more so in the next few years as well, because I don't know, as you say, like finances have come up quite a bit over this chat and it seems to be one that's quite important to most people. And obviously it's it's also needed? Yes, definitely. Um, That came up predominantly more so in the younger generation um, in this survey. But as I said previously, it's just a snapshot, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of in time. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely for the younger cohort that, um, you know, the financial issues were kind of, you know, holding them back um, and stopping them, you know, chasing their um, dream job. Um, But it's also interesting that about half of the participants of the survey regret not choosing their dream job, that Mm -hmm. um, the majority of participants um, had a dream job growing up, we found from the survey. But um, less than half are doing that dream job now. And what was interesting is that, you know, a dream job can be different for everybody that, you know, some people's dream job could be, you know, an actor or a surgeon or a teacher or even an influencer now. So that's different for everybody. And was there anything surprising that you found from the study? Yes, I suppose one of the things that was most surprising to me is that um, there was quite a high percentage of participants said that they would miss a family occasion in order to secure their dream role. 
So that was things kind of that came up in the survey, like missing a funeral or a wedding um, of a family member. That was quite interesting for me. Now, I suppose when it comes to it, we'll never know if people, you know, would actually miss, um, you know, a really important family event. Um, But I think it really depends on the person and the role, Louise, that maybe if, you know, you were an actor or something and you were kind of chasing this dream role for years and years and you got an audition for it, um, you might think twice about missing a family wedding, but maybe if you were in another type of um, maybe office-based role that you might think, oh, another role could come up quite similar, you know, in three months' time. So there's no way I'm going to miss my sister's wedding, you know. Um, But as I said, this was, you know, a thousand people in March um, this year that were surveyed. So, you know, it's a cohort of people. Mm -hmm. But as I said, we'll never know if these people will follow through um, (laughs) with missing the, you know, the family wedding. It's quite nice to think that people are still chasing those dreams. I think it's important as well. But how can people find out more about the survey? Um, So this survey, um, they can um, contact us at Matrix Mm -hmm. if they're interested in finding out more um, about the survey and some of um, the more, you know, in-depth results on it. Um, And as I mentioned previously, that, you know, if there is some of the listeners out there this evening that are, you know, searching still for their dream job, that, um, you know, we've over 25 years experience. um, So we've kind of got to understand, you know, what candidates want and Mm -hmm. what their dream jobs are. So, um, you know, I think as I mentioned there at the start of the interview, um, you know, if somebody would like to, you know, talk to us, they can send in their CV to our website. And really, I think the message to leave you with is to kind of seize the opportunities. There's a lot of them out there and we'd love to talk to, you know, some candidates um, this week. Amazing. Catherine Keating, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you very much, Louise.